All right. Merry Christmas to all of you. Good to see you. I'm sure there'll be more coming in. Right after the service, if you'd like, any of the children like to come forward, I'd like to have my picture taken with you. I'm uh, making this collage, and I love doing that. So any of you children want to come, or anybody for that matter, but especially the kids, but we love it. There we go. <clears throat> Is it cold enough for you? Wow. I heard this. A policeman asked a robber to freeze, and he actually did. I came right out of Roger's joke book. That's right. That's why I fell short. That's why. Yeah. It, it just kind of, it laid an egg. It didn't do it right. Roger, you got to get a better joke I mean, you got to get another one. All right, here's an update on some people. Uh, David Chastain still in the hospital. And it looks like he's going to be here a few more days, but hopefully he's going to be all right. Any, anything you want to say? Okay. Okay. Right. That gave us all a scare, but it looks like he's going to be all right. Keep praying for him. Michael Dalrymple, we keep up with him. I, I check with him regularly. And even though he gave us a scare, he's all right too. So be praying for them. They'll be back with us soon. Miss Wanda has surgery in two days. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. I, that sounds crazy, getting excited about surgery, but when you put up with it a year's constant pain every day, you look forward to the surgery. So thank you for your prayers. We'll get that done and get her well and get her in here, and we'll have a big time together. Okay, the reason we started a little early is because uh, I figured you might want to get out a little earlier and be with your family. But this is a good crowd coming in already. Thank you for being here. Uh, how many years has it been since it's fallen Christmas on Sunday? Anybody know? Too many. About too many, yeah. About seven years? Yeah. And it'll be 2033 before it happens again. Isn't that something? But this is a joy to be together on Christmas morning. We're going to have a big time. And you look forward to that. Uh, then, of course, uh, no evening service, maybe your family, but back Wednesday night, if you will, please, at 7 o'clock with services. Remember the announcement about the gospel singing, 10th Annual New Year's Gospel Singing, coming up to the Colonnade Theater in Ringo <coughs> with Kelvin, his roof, and Brian Free Insurance, and all proceeds to go to benefit the Dogwood Bible Camp. If you still need some tickets, check with Kelvin after service, if you will. I know we've had a few birthdays, and a couple of them are here today, and we're going to recognize them. But it's so good to see you. God bless all of you. Roger, you come with birthdays or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I know we've had some I've seen in the bulletin. Maybe some that may not be here. Anybody got a birthday this special day? Let's sing happy birthday. Mr. Chris, wonderful. Anyone else this morning? Sandy. Is it Sandy? Yeah. Amen. Yep. I think Aaron, Aaron Lee's was today as, as well. We'll sing happy birthday to them even though they're not here. Let's sing happy birthday to them. What a special time Wayne, do you have a song?
to you like to read? I don't know how much this croaky voice will last. I uh, got a hold of him. Y'all page, uh, look page 111, Singly Now Christmas. I like this little melody. Page 111 in your Baptist hymn, if you will. We'll sing. We'll sing the first, third, and the, or first, second, and the last verse there. Amen. Sing we now a Christmas, let us sing we hear, hear our grateful praises to the things so dear. Sing we know the King has gone now. Sing we now a Christmas, sing we now know Angels call the shepherds, leave your flocks to rest. Journey forth to heaven, find the land to bless. Sing we Noel, the King is for Noel. Sing we now at Christmas, sing we now Noel. Lord and Mother, to thank you so great a surprise that was not a stable, so like paradise. Sing we Noel, the King has gone Noel. Sing we now at Christmas, sing we now Noel. <laughs> that's the one that's kind of strange tune, isn't it? It's a wonderful story. Pop, you got a... Wayne, do you have a song? Yeah, Come on, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's try another hard one, would you? I, we, we've uh, gone through a lot of traditional songs, and we will... Some more, I'm sure, but try page 118, and, and I don't know that I can even lead it, but let's try it. What child is this?
singings that I do, so when it come and lead them, it might be different, but page 108, how great our joy this morning. Yeah. 
Christmas cantata and thoughts of Mary as she held the creator of all the world away in a manger. Oh, God. 
got a song and then I, I don't know I didn't call, I didn't ask any of my other singers but uh, Cooper do you Steve do you got a song this morning too oh amen well, you come on up Miss Hazel and then brother uh, Steve you come as, as she gets done and I've, we've got a special young lady that's singing for us this morning too amen thank y'all for coming
Wow. All of that came out of that little body. That's amazing. You did a great job, sweetheart. She's going to be singing in the future, that's for sure. We'll just do it a little differently today. We'll just let everybody stay out here, if that's okay. And remember, after the service, any of you children like to come down, I'd love to have my picture made with you. I love kids. I love that so much. Katrina Farrell's having surgery on her knee this Friday, so keep that in mind if you will, please. All right, look at Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, this will be very appropriate. Luke chapter 2 and verse 7. Luke 2 and verse 7. If you look at that verse with me, please. It's so exciting to be here today, isn't it? I just love it. I love it. Every moment of it. Luke 2 and verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swathing clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. The greatest gift ever wrapped is what we look at this morning. Pray with me. Dear Lord, thank you for the joy of being here. How wonderful it is. The fellowship together, all the beautiful singing, all the songs, everyone. And, and little Aspen, what a blessing. Oh my. Thank you for your blessings upon all of us today. Now, Holy Spirit, would you share with us wonderful words of life? Would you minister to everyone standing before me? And would you meet every need in their hearts and lives? And dear Lord, I'll praise you for all you do, for asking in your name and with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for being seated. Grace gift ever wrapped. Been a lot of great gifts bestowed upon people through the years. In 2013, Mike Tyson gave his wife a solid gold bathtub, 24 carat, worth $2 million. In 2014, Angelina Jolie gave Brad Pitt an island. She bought an island, heart-shaped, and gave it to him, price tag $12 million. Not long ago, a business tycoon in India bought and gave his wife a yacht, super yacht, specially made for her, $84 million. But of all the gifts that have ever been given, no matter how extravagant they may have been, they all pale into insignificance compared to what God gave that day in Bethlehem. It was indeed the greatest gift ever wrapped. I'll give you a few reasons why. Number one, it was planned before time. It really was. You can tell by some of the gifts you received, there wasn't a lot of planning going into it. I remember a few years ago, somebody gave me a sewing kit for Christmas. What am I supposed to do with that? Not a lot of planning went into that one. But on this gift that God gave to us, it was planned before time. When verse 6 says the days were accomplished, that she should be delivered, that actually reaches back into eternity. This was planned back in eternity before time ever began. This was no afterthought with God. Careful planning when God gave his son that evening in Bethlehem the greatest gift ever wrapped. He came from eternity 
He was God in Christ, God in flesh. That still fascinates me. That amazes me. Has that a holy God, a, a trinity, a triune God, could be tabernacled in one little body. That just amazes me, Wayne. How did that happen? And yet it did. Miracle of all miracles that Christ came in human flesh. He was God while he was here on this earth. Psalm 90 verse 2, Before thou formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Amen. Oh, miracles, miracles, when the Christ was born. How much planning went into that? Certainly no afterthought. When God gave his son for us, and he was exactly what all of us needed. Amen. I love a verse in that song, that hymn, that Christmas hymn, Holy Night. A thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Oh, my soul, it changed history when Jesus was born, and now we date time according to his birth. Isn't that amazing? Had more influence on human history than any man who's ever lived. The world tries to forget him, but he never will be forgotten. And he's coming back again. And he'll no longer be a baby in Bethlehem. He'll be king of kings and lord of lords. No one will ever forget Christ. He is unavoidable. God's son. He's coming back again to rule and reign on this earth. But he's the greatest gift ever wrapped because it was planned before time. There's a second thing. If you'd like to know what it is, say amen. amen. Precious in content. Verse 7, And she wrapped him in swaddling clothes. These were strips of cloth that the mother would wrap around a newborn child for two purposes, to keep the child warm and to keep their limbs straight so they would grow properly. She wrapped him in Cloth. She wrapped him in strips of cloth. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes. But that gift was extremely precious. An ordinary gift, not the Christ. He was precious above all other gifts. 1 Peter 2, 7 says, He is precious. We're told in 2 Corinthians 9, 15, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. And that word means it cannot be estimated in worth. It is invaluable. You cannot put a price tag on it. It's worth more than you could ever imagine. And our Lord Jesus is precious, is he not? If you believe that, say amen. amen. Our Lord Jesus is precious. This greatest gift ever wrapped because it's planned before time. It's precious in its content. To put it in human language so we can better understand it, he's the fragrance of the rose. He's the lily of our valley. He's more beautiful than a thousand springtimes. And he's more precious than gold. Our Lord Jesus is altogether lovely and he is precious. I love that. He is our marvel, our mystery, our miracle, and our magnificence. I've never met anybody like him. And there's no one else ever will be like him. He is the unique Christ, the Son of God. Oh, I love him. Don't you love him today? Amen. Truly the greatest gift ever around. There's a third thing, and that is this gift is provided for everyone. Verse 10 says, This shall be to all people. This gift is to 
everyone who would like to receive it. There'll be millions of people around this world today. Christmas is just another day. There'll be nothing for them. They'll get nothing out of it in the form of a gift, either because nobody loves them or because there's no means of giving it to them. But this gift, the Lord Jesus, is a gift for all people of all nations. Isn't that wonderful? Everybody can have this gift on Christmas Day, the Lord Jesus Christ. Wonderful. From the uttermost to the guttermost, anybody can receive the gift of salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Many verses in the Bible that describe that, but I still think the greatest one is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That says it all in one verse. He is this greatest gift and he's for everybody. And if there's anybody in this room who does not know him, you can know him before you leave today because this is not for a select group. This is not for the upper echelon. This is for every people and mostly common people. He loved common people and they loved him. Our Lord was a people person. People that we would kind of shun, people we'd kind of move around and walk away from, that's exactly who our Lord spent most of his time with. He loved common people. He loved the outcasts. He loved people that were unlovable. He even loved you and me. Aren't you glad? He loved all of us. Talking about giving gifts, my dad was a, a very rigid man, a disciplinarian, hard man. But there was something he did several times that I cannot get away from, still in my mind. It was kind of out of character for him. I still do not understand that. It's kind of a contradiction to all the rest of him. But at Christmas time, sometimes he would go buy gifts for poor needy families. He knew the kids wouldn't get anything. And he'd pile those gifts and trunk the car and take me with him and I'd watch him I'd sit there in the car and he'd go up and knock on the door and they'd come to the door and he'd give them a gift and I thought wow that's amazing giving a gift to someone who otherwise would not get it and I never did understand quite why he did that but I never will forget it but my heavenly father is not a rough man he's not hard around the edges He's just altogether loving all the time. And he's given the greatest gift that could ever be given to all of us. That is his own darling son. Isn't that amazing? That makes me love him more and more and more. He did not have to do that. I don't understand, Doug Maddox, why he did that. When I read in Ephesians 1 that I'm chosen in him... Before the foundation of the world, that takes away all of my self-righteousness, all of my goodness. It takes away any credits I may have earned with God. There's none there. He loved me before the world was. He chose me to be his own. 
He fell in love with me before I ever did anything right or did anything wrong. It wasn't based on my good behavior, my bad behavior. It wasn't based on anything about me at all. He's just that kind of a God. He looked at me, fell in love with me, and said, I want you to be my own. And when I received Christ as my Savior, I became chosen in the Beloved. I love that. I cannot comprehend it. There's a verse I read every morning in my life. Every morning, Sherry, and it's this. Isaiah 41, 9. Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee and not forsaken thee. I read that every morning in my life. You know why? Because it sets my soul on fire. I mean, the very thought that he would look my way, give me a second thought, this little backward, introverted Alabama boy, why in the world would he have any interest in me whatsoever and choose me to be his very own? I know not why, but I sure am thankful for it, and I rejoice in God my Savior every day because I'm chosen in Christ, and I love him for that, and I adore him. If you're saved, you are too. It's for whosoever will. Anybody, everybody can get in on it. And then you're his forever. If he chose me to be his own before I was ever born from the foundation of the world, then my character conduct has nothing to do with it before I receive it, even after I receive it. It's all of him. It remains with him. And I'm going to heaven because I'm kept by the power of God, not by my own bootstraps. He gets all the glory, honor, and praise. There's no room anywhere in the salvation plan for any man or any woman, anybody, anywhere to ever say, I helped God so I get to go to heaven. I had a part in it. I was a good little boy. I was a good little girl. And now here I am. Oh, no, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. It's all about Christ dying for you paying for your sins and he gets all the glory, honor, and praise and I'm jealous about that. I want him to get it all. And so here he is, the greatest gift ever wrapped. Planned before time, precious in content and provided for everyone. I love that about my Savior. He does not neglect anyone or move around from anyone and say, I'll pass this one by. Anybody who wants him can have him. And if he wants to come into your heart today, don't push him back because he's the greatest gift you'll ever know and he'll give you eternal life. Our musicians are coming. Would you bow for a prayer for a moment, please? Our wonderful Lord, when you go back to your home today, you remember... And I love what Paul Harvey said one time, probably one of the greatest newscasters ever was. Paul Harvey said about Christmas time, remember, it's his birthday, not yours. It's his birthday. So let's celebrate him. Let's remember him while you're with your family. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy those gifts and all the things around the tree and everything about it in the mealtime. Enjoy it. Enjoy it to the fullest. But remember, it's his birthday, not ours. And let's honor him on his day.
I wonder if they had the bow and eyes closed while they began playing whenever they're ready. How many of you can say, Preacher, I believe it. The Lord Jesus is the greatest gift ever wrapped. And I've received him as my personal Savior. I'm saved. He lives in my heart. But that day go straight to heaven. I'm saved and sure. Preacher, I'm saved. Can I see your hand? I know him. I know him. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Is there anybody in the building? Man, woman, boy, or girl? Preacher? I don't know if I died today and go to heaven. I don't know for sure I'm saved. I, I really don't know where I'm at with this. But I'd just like to be remembered in prayer. Would you pray for me, preacher? I'm not sure I'm saved. Lift your hand, please, anywhere in the building. God bless you. Preacher, it's Christmas time. It's wonderful. Thank God for this Sunday, Christmas Sunday. But you know, maybe someone in here struggling, burdened, hurting emotionally, hurting over things going on in your family. And the holidays like this simply magnify any kind of problems going on at home, don't they? This magnifies it and brings it up to your face. Something's wrong in the family. Preacher, it's not the way it ought to be at my home with my family. I have children I'm worried about. Grandchildren I'm concerned about. I have special needs today. And preacher, the dear Lord knows my need. But would you be my prayer partner and pray for certain ones in my family? I'm really concerned about them today. Lift your hand up and down. God bless you and you and you. A lot of hands. Let's stand if you will, please. And if you're here and you have your own personal burdens, your own personal burdens, oh, please come. He cares for you. He will help you today. Whatever you need to do, we're going to sing it together. And you're welcome to come. What are we singing, Roger? He loves me. You know the songs. He loves me. This I know. Sing it. sing that and put your whole heart in it. Let's sing it.
pretty good crowd today, isn't it? It's a pretty good crowd here. All you children like to come forward, I, I'd count it a privilege to have my picture taken with you. I'd love that, and I'll put it in my collection. So right after we dismiss, if you'd like to come around, I'll sit down right here, and then you can just have the children with me. I'd love that very much. So let's pray. Be, enjoy your time with your family today. Enjoy your day, and we'll see you Wednesday night. Brother Wayne Jackson, I love you, my friend. Would you pray for us, please, sir? Heavenly Father, what a joy to be in this place this morning. Thank you, Lord, for all our blessings. Thank you, Lord, we've been able to raise our hand to know that you are my Savior. I pray for everyone. These small children, Lord, what a blessing. I pray especially for them. Thank you for asking me. What a joy. Yes. This church. Bless our pastor and his Forgive us as we failed you. And may the coming year be the greatest we've ever had. Mm. Yes. In fellowship. You're that my praise.